Test, 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 test. One, two, penis. <laughs> Welcome to Fleetwood. I'm Kendall, and today I have my first guest. Hey, what's up? This is Healy. Happy to be here. <laughs> you were saying something about being possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I always need to be doing something, I guess. So you're possessed by... I haven't figured that out yet. I don't know. Do you think it's like demonic? No. Nah. <laughs> no, probably not. No, probably not. I don't know. Got that ADHD, you know? Okay. Want to, uh, you know, sweat a couple times a day, you know? Yeah. But... Once in the morning, maybe okay. once at noon. What are you doing? Going for runs. How much? Hot yoga. How much do you run? You know, I don't know. Only a couple of miles a week, probably right now. So, we were talking about how you run, like, three miles a week. Yeah, three miles a week. Not that much right now. Would like to run more. There was a time, point in time where I was running, like, three miles a day. Like, but in one-mile increments. To get the blood flowing again so I can code, it always helps. So, you code for work? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how exactly does that go? <sighs> so... Our products, you know, a thermostat, right? You have it on your wall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my boss makes, makes the circuitry, and I program the actual microchip that goes on the PCB, the printed circuit board. Okay. And so I collaborate with two other engineers to make sure we have all the, you know, functionality that marketing wants us to add to the actual thermostat. Um, our most recent product, we want like 16 thermostats to talk to each other thermostats super cool. if you live in a hot environment you might need one buy a pro one thermostat it's reliable is this a commercial now <laughs> yeah it is an engineering commercial from an engineer <sighs> so you went to school for engineering electrical engineering yeah electrical and computer uh-huh yeah. So, I don't know. They kind of intertwine. Electrical engineers usually know how to code, and computer engineering kind of just adds a little bit to that. Did you do good but in school? Not really, no. I partied pretty hard. Yeah? Yeah. You were in a fraternity? I didn't even know a whole lot of those guys. I keep up with, like, four guys from the frat, but I didn't live with anybody in my fraternity. We kind of made our own fraternity with, I don't know, people that I knew outside. So I, I lived with nine other guys my junior year and then six other guys or five other guys my senior year. And yeah, I don't know. We just had a good time posting events on Facebook and making it Facebook official and just letting everybody know on the street. You used Facebook we... to advertise your parties. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Sometimes we would just like go down the street. You know, I guess it was more common to use Facebook back in those days. Isn't that yeah. such a weird time before like everybody used Instagram? Yeah, we would always have themes. Like themed parties? Yeah, like Halloween. Or like, what else? I don't even know. I don't even know. Just like the big holiday. You know, St. Patrick's Day. We had three kegs. What was your favorite party? I just wish we took more pictures because i feel like i don't remember a lot of it <laughs> that, that is, okay so on saint patrick's day saint patrick's day was cool because you know we put one of our kegs on my roof mm -hmm. um god there was this kid that was just passed out in my bed like in the middle of okay the day. wait 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 no you put a keg on the roof yeah we let's, just put a let's keg start on. there we would play beer pong on the roof why just because it was the roof yeah. And it's fun. I don't know. Why not play beer pong in the roof? I don't know, because yeah. of danger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. It's always, I mean, it was a flat roof, so it was a pretty cool roof. We would all, everybody would come up. It, it was cool because it was my window to my room, and then you would hop out on the roof. So That's everybody like, had to go through your room. Through my room, yeah. <laughs> to yeah, get yeah, out yeah. onto the roof. Exactly. It was a, yeah, it was awesome. Everybody was in my room. We're on my roof. And uh, you could pee off the roof, or my buddy, you know, he was being a troll one time, and he peed on the roof. 
for some reason. But what I don't it, know. What it do? Irony, right? Irony. <laughs> he could have peed off the roof, but he peed on the roof. Anywho. Okay, well, there's no need to shout. <laughs> so, but yeah, St. Patty's Day, we had a bonfire in the backyard. Probably shouldn't have done that because it's Colorado. And it gets super dry out there. Yeah, like but this girl, this girl brought over this snake around her neck. And it was, I don't know. It was probably... I don't know. It's probably three or four feet, maybe. Okay. It was a big snake. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. And then my roommate got arrested because he had a warrant out for his arrest. St. <laughs> 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 Patty's Day. It's a good time. Yeah. Somebody's got to get arrested. Someone's got to get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun living with him. Yeah. My mom would come to a lot of the parties too. No. She would. Yeah. Yeah. Why? (laughs) I don't know. Because she was in town. She liked to visit a lot. Yeah. So I would take her to the parties. and We would dress up as, you know. One year, I was Richard Simmons. You know, with this. You know Richard Simmons? Yeah. Yeah. So she was one of the. What does he do? Like Pilates, I guess, officially? Or some sort of workout routine. Was it jazzercising? Something like that. Yeah. That's back in the day, right? Who knows? But I was Richard Simmons. She was one of the people in the class. and Yeah. She partied with us, you know? It was a good time. Okay, but, like, were y'all even old enough to be drinking? Yeah, I think she started... No. Actually, probably. I think she started coming to most of our parties once I was... 21 i was about to above. say because you're about to expose your mom for yeah, contributing yeah, yeah. to underage drinking oh no yeah we were 21 <laughs> quote unquote <laughs> quote unquote pretty sure we were 21 pretty sure we were 21 but uh yeah i actually didn't start climbing until after college bummer because there's so much climbing out in colorado you lived there for 10 years i did yeah well i, I started climbing after college but i was doing a lot of snowboarding at the time you seem like you would enjoy snowboarding. Yeah. How nice. is that? Pretty fun, man. Pretty fun. How how hard so, was it to learn how to snowboard? It takes a couple of days. The first three days, you're on your butt. Just a couple of days? That seems like... I don't know, because like, when I was probably, I don't know, 12 or 13, I went through ski school. Like, for a week. So you already knew how to ski? I knew how to ski, but I wanted to transition to snowboarding. So I did the snowboarding school for a couple days. And the first three days, I was on my butt. Everybody always is. Yeah. But, um, yeah. After a couple of days, you really start to get it. Start to get those S-turns in. Mm Mm-hmm. Heel edge, toe edge. Yeah, whenever... you start to really have fun. I went skiing, and I learned really quickly. But as soon as I got up higher in the mountain, I, like full-blown panicked yeah and i was going down you know you have to go like down the mountain with mm-hmm. s turns is that what they're called yeah s turns or you I can could, just pizza down i no no pizza no pizza that's the easiest do, way to get down no there. i was like terrified to do that like going oh, really? straight down i had to keep turning well, pizza isn't straight down <sighs> but I, I see what you're saying yes you want to i wanted to off. make the big big long turns so that i was going really slow (laughs) no i could only do the turns one direction so every every time i tried to turn the other direction so you know like you'd make a left turn and turn around to go right and take you know what i'm saying but you could only go i could only go one turn and then i would fall down on the next one so i was just constantly on the ground so i learned really quickly and i thought i was going to do really good and then i just was on my butt the entire time oh that's a lot of people's problems is they get good on one side and at one point i was on my back sailing just straight down (laughs) the mountain because i was like i had lost control and i was just like (laughs) oh at that point you were going straight down then yeah it was terrifying i was like if i turn my leg i'm gonna break my leg yeah yeah acl injuries are common with skiers I, I think that's why I've I, stuck to snowboarding. I so. think that I just kind of slowly turned my body. And then you finally stopped. And I hit like a snowbank. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go again? Um, Big Sky, Montana. Oh, that's a good one. 
Yeah, for the... I've never been there, really but I've heard really good things about that. I don't... I think I saw a moose. It was Those either a moose or an elk. freaking huge. I you probably saw a moose, I'm assuming. I think it was Was a it moose. just one figure? One animal? No, it had a smaller one. Oh. There was one and a half. I got you. I don't know. If, oh, I feel like you probably would have seen a moose. I don't know. But anyway... Big, how many days did you ski? Oh my god, one. Only one day? Okay. Dude, <laughs> I, you gotta at least give it like five days. Absolutely get... not. No. So There she goes, absolutely not. <laughs> no. I, the first day, I had to ironically ice my knees because it's hilarious that I'm out in the snow all day freezing my butt off and I've got to go home and ice my knees. And because I've got old lady knees, they were you so gotta, swollen. Yeah, and I was just like, your knees were, get sore when you ski. I was in so much pain, I could barely walk. And the next day, everybody wanted to go out again and go yeah. ski, and I tried, like, because like I was in pain, like yeah. actively in pain. So I went out there with everybody, like with the intention of skiing again. I made one pass down, and I was like, no, I'm going to the lodge. Forget this. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> So, so like, I skied for a day. Uh-huh. I did, like, the little ski school and everything, and then I skied down the mountain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the next day I tried, and then I was like, no, I'm yeah. good. Never yeah. again. And now I've decided that um, if I ever go to a mountain where people are skiing, I will sit in the lodge, and I will make friends with everybody in the lodge, and I'll have an entire community available as... As soon as everybody else gets off the mountain, I'll already know everybody and we can have a party. There you go. You can host. <laughs> exactly. You can get it ready. I'll have a job. Yeah. There's a lot of jobs. People just go out there and they're either ski bums or they sell tickets out there. Um, for those of you listening to this, convince Kendall to get her ass into ski school and try it for five days, not just one. I did ski school. Yeah, but just for one day. You got to do it like three to five days. Yeah, but how am I supposed to do that if it hurts so much? You just got to work your way up through it and fight the pain. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. So we've talked about you snowboarding and running. And let's get to to the big one, rock climbing. Rock climbing? Yeah. I want to climb more. Well, you started... I don't climb enough. You started climbing after college. After A couple years after college, yeah. Yeah. How did you start? My buddy was like, you should come to Movement. That's the gym out in Colorado. The one I'll be going to. Or, you know, I'll start up my member there again. Um, he wanted me to come by, and I was like, okay, I'll try it out. Because I tried it once, and I was like, eh. And so I go with him, and I was like, eh. But then I go with him a second time, and then I started to get really into it. Yeah. Like the problem-solving aspect of it and kind of using, I guess, your full body, all your muscles to get up the wall. And it's kind of it's kind of cool. I don't, I, it really – I was drawn to it because of the mental and physical aspect. It's like a 50-50 kind of thing. So, I don't know. And then you get freaking scared outside. So that's kind of cool. I don't know. I guess I like getting scared. How long did you climb indoors before you went outdoors? Probably two years. Two whole years? Yeah, two whole years. Isn't that crazy? It seems Maybe like, one year. Maybe one year. I, I think, forget. I think it took me like four months. Until you started going outside? Yeah. When's the last time you went outside? You yeah, well, it's been outside. a while. Outside! Yeah, I know. I'm, see, I'm not so dedicated to it like everybody else is. Like You're a good climber. I like the social aspect of climbing. Climb, climbing one round and done. Yeah, like I, I kind of just make rounds. Boo. I like to Boo. talk to everybody that comes to the gym. You do like to talk to. I love talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, I know everybody. I've I've been going to High Point for so long that it's like I know everybody that comes in. So I've. I think that people expect to talk to me. So if I didn't talk to people, they would be concerned. <laughs> yeah. High Point has a great community. 
I freaking love everybody there. I know. I freaking miss them. Our one group has got like 20 people in it. Yeah. Broham Jam, Highest Pointers. Highest Pointers is like wild. Yeah, yeah. It's because Jose is so good at like getting to know people. He he becomes friends with everybody he yeah, speaks man. to, and then awesome. he's always adding people to the group. Yeah, man. But then, like, it's not going just, to the gym. Yeah, five thirty. Apps after. Exactly. <laughs> he's like always updating. He's always like talking to everybody, and and we don't just talk on the group chat, and we don't just go to High Point, but like we have outings together. Yeah, and we hang out, and you it's, guys do stuff. Yeah, do stuff. We do stuff together, and we have a good time, and I think that that's great. Yeah, yeah, it's a good freaking crew, man. Yeah, see, I like- I didn't know anybody. I I spent so long. I I spent a couple years out in Colorado. I met a couple people there, but I don't. You know, there's like a community at Movement or at uh, High Point. Yeah, are you gonna miss it? Yeah, I'll miss it. What, what is it that you're looking forward to when it, going back to Colorado? I think a lot of it just, you know, outdoors, doing all the activities outdoors. Mm-hmm. Kind of just, just seeing, seeing for myself, um, you know, if I want to live out there again. I'm pretty sure I do. But, you know, it's kind of hard because I lived out there for 10 years, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, so it's kind of like you're from there now and not really from here. More, it's hard because, you know, I, you know, I've made so many friends here. Mm-hmm. So, but there's also a lot of people out there. Um, yeah, it's bittersweet, man. But all of you guys should come visit do some outdoor activities what kind of outdoor activities are you talking about mountain biking hiking okay running climbing of course um skiing okay besides skiing fishing besides skiing we can do all of that stuff here yeah but it's just there's so much out there that i want to explore yeah, yeah. but i mean like as and far it's as, right there like you can you those... can walk you can walk to where? To a mountain. To a climbing destination. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to drive two hours. Well, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> driving takes a toll. I hate driving. You hate driving? You live in a fucking van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when I travel, it's like I, I like to stay in one place. You know, it's not like I'm driving every day. Yeah. How long do you typically stay in one place? Like, when you, you know, I feel like I haven't even started this van journey. Yeah. Yeah. You've I just haven't. been using it for camping, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's just gl- glamping. Yeah. Glamping. Well, glamping I mean, I, w- I would go into the red for, you know, a month at a time. And, you know, I was in Utah a little bit and I, I would stay in the front range a whole lot when I was living there, the front range being Boulder, Colorado and Denver. And then I would go up to the mountains on the weekends to ski and stay up there. But I feel like I just have a whole lot of more exploring to do in different parts of Colorado and different places out West. Yeah. Well, potentially. besides Colorado, where else would you like <laughs> to go? Um, Utah. And then I probably explored there Washington maybe uh, I mean of course Washington and I don't know I've been like, to um, Portland yeah. it's really Delight. pretty yeah yeah the the trees there are there's just something about them they're yeah. so big and everything's it's like whenever I flew to Portland you couldn't see anything because it was so cloudy because it's always like raining there it's all it's kind of a gloomy kind of place yeah but once you break through the clouds and you like see all of the trees and it's it's 
it's just so pretty. Yeah. I if you're gonna go, I think that like going by plane is probably the coolest way to see it. But I guess oh, because you can see it you, from below or from above because you can't all the trees see and the anything, green. and then you just boom! It just like this just whole pops. world opens up, and you're like, holy crap! Yeah, it yeah. goes from clouds to just green. Green. It's so green there. Want some greens. Yeah. <laughs> I flew over Seattle. That was super pretty with all the lakes. Yeah. 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 It's Whistler. not far from Portland. Yeah. It's only a couple hours. Yeah. So I heard they have really steep mountain biking up in the northwest. Yeah. Steep. Yeah. Steep. In Canada. 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 I don't know why I'm speaking in this accent, but anyway. It's okay. It's not even a Canadian accent. I can cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. We can make this all organic, man. Imagine. Imagine vegan. (laughs) You've recently become vegan. I'm trying it out. I'm trying it out. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I Why, think it's easier. How did you decide to become a vegan? I ate a whole lot of vegetables already. And if I can, I don't know, you know, decrease the, what, what do you call it? The the uh, the Car- blueprint? The carbon, carbon footprint. footprint. The blueprint. <laughs> the, blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> the carbon footprint by being healthy. And, you know. Yeah, I think... So that's kind of cool. Do you have compassion for animals? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's usually that. one of the. But I think I think yeah, that's one of them for sure. But I think it's more so like decreasing the carbon footprint. You're more concerned about the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about your own thing. health? And and health. I mean, yeah. I think they're both kind of the same. So. Okay. But again, it's kind of like. I feel like it's an experimentation at this point because it's only been two months. So yeah, but that's still. And really I love good. to experiment. So yeah, you think it's still pretty good? What? Oh, wait, is that what you said? No, it's um. What was I saying? I already forgot. Oh. I don't know about the two month thing. Oh well, two months is still like really good. I mean, lots of times people don't make it that far. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can stick with it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's going to take me a whole year to decide, you know? A whole year? Yeah. How can you, how, how will it take you a whole year to know. figure out if you like it? I don't know. I like it so far, but maybe I'll start feeling like shit in about, I don't know, at the half year mark or something. I don't know. What kind of changes have you noticed so far? I've definitely slimmed the fuck down. I've definitely <laughs> slimmed down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. You definitely got to eat a lot more. Yeah, it's not as vegan. calorie dense whenever yeah. you eat vegan because yeah. everything is made of plants. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I, You know, it's... It's kind of cool because you don't have to prepare the... I feel like it takes a lot of work to prepare a piece of fish or a piece of steak or chicken. Mm-hmm. And now I just scrambled up, scramble up some veggies, you know, saute them with some tofu, make a tofu almond in the morning or make a smoothie. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm always eating sweet potatoes. You know that. Yeah, well, sweet potatoes are great. Yeah. I mean, I don't love the taste of them in every form, but they are great for you health-wise. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I love them. And the air fryer, those sweet potato fries, man. Mm. And um, I've been loving putting soybeans in my salads. Yeah. Salt them up, yeah. Well, why are you eating more soybeans? I don't know, because beans are good. Yeah. Because protein. I don't know. Do they have high protein? Yeah, they have some good protein, yeah. I didn't know that. And some good carbs and some good fiber. That's the biggest thing I've noticed with this diet change, actually. Fiber. Fiber! (laughs) Makes you feel good. (laughs) 
about two or three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> That'll go away. I've been vegetarian. I hope not. No, I've been vegetarian for like 10 years. And whenever you first go uh, vegan vegetarian and you get that influx of it's fiber. It's a sale. <laughs> yeah, essentially. <laughs> but eventually you even out. So it's just like once a day. Yeah. 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 I've been doing once a day. When I eat a whole lot of broccoli, though, you can probably bank on it being twice a day at least. <laughs> but, okay, so before the vegan diet, I would poop every other day. And that's not good. You want to be pooping every day. So. Oh, God. And, yeah. Yeah. For those of you that would like to poop more. Go vegan. Go vegan. Imagine vegan. <laughs> this is a, this is a commercial for Imagine Vegan. Yes. In all honesty, though, I think the Western diet is deprived of fiber. I don't think we get enough fiber. Well, daily. I think that our because of all of our our food pyramid was set up to make us unhealthy. People don't really know what, how to be healthy. In Western society or... Oh, just the <laughs> yeah, food pyramid like, in general? In the US, Who made the food pyramid? I don't know. They made it ages ago and half of it's wrong and it's all changed over the years. We've got all of these scientists and nutritionists constantly going back and forth on what's good for us and what's bad. Yeah. And the, Who knows? Who fucking knows? Well, that's the thing is like every few years they change it but... What always stays the same is that the healthy foods are always more expensive than the cheaper foods. So everybody stays unhealthy and overweight because it's cheaper, because it's cheaper to be that way. Yeah. That's the biggest the problem poor with our get food. Unhealthier. Exactly. You have to be fucking rich to shop at Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah. You can still get healthy food at Kroger. Yeah, you can get it at Kroger, but that doesn't mean that it's cheap. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's cheaper. I don't know. I feel like steaks are pretty, well, pretty yeah, expensive. But you know? not even, like... You can buy a box of wheat cereal, you know. What is it called? Wheaties? That's pretty healthy. And I'm sure that cereal is not that expensive. Gross. I love it. Yeah. Fiber. More fiber? Fiber. Like, you really need more fiber? I want all the fiber. Yikes. Yes. Feel bad for the plumbing at your house. <laughs> Go straight through because it's a rocket. <laughs> really wearing it out. <laughs> what? You said you're really wearing it out. Yeah. Yeah. Got to. You gotta wear it out. <laughs> I have so much shit to edit out of this. <laughs> you gotta talk about the pooping. Yeah, well, I I don't I think we've spent more time talking about pooping than we Who have cares? anything else. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? I think that um, yeah. How did this start? How did we get here? Um, Imagine being. What would you say is your favorite thing about Colorado? That's a hard one. 300 days of sunshine, man. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah. I mean, Colorado, the views, man. The, the views. views. Yeah. Are you, so where you're living, you're, what the are you, activities. what are you going to see? Mountains. Mm-hmm. Trees. Hopefully not wildfires i mean there's definitely a lot out there but i mean that just comes with the dryness of the climate yeah so you're gonna give up all of this lovely humidity for the dryness and snow yeah at least for right now at least for right now what does that mean i don't know who knows where i'll be i need to be close to rock i think i want to be close to rock mm-hmm that'd be cool do you think that you're gonna be a rock climber forever till i'm 102 
You're going to live to 102? 110. Okay, 110. Yeah. 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 You're going to rock I'm going to be pooping three times a day until I'm 110. <sighs> you know, Fred Becky climbed till he was 93. Really? Yeah. You think you're going to be like him? Why not? I'm not saying. Who knows? Like, I don't care. I'm just going to keep climbing. Let's see where it takes me. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, not even climbing. I just want to do everything. I feel like I like doing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Running, biking, Pilates, yoga. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to join a CrossFit gym. <laughs> oh my god in <laughs> a running club how are you gonna have time for all of these things um i really want to get back to trading oh I yeah i'll open up some... this is what you originally wanted to talk about really oh yeah i guess so yeah i yeah. haven't been doing much trading but i mean i listen to podcasts every day so chat get... with traders Give me a breakdown. So, I mean, you have to assume that people don't know what you're talking about. So, tell me what you're uh, Day trading. Stonks. Stonks, man. Stonks. Stonks. <laughs> Start over. So, trading. Stocks. Stock market. The U.S. stock market. Um, I came across this guy that everybody comes across. Timothy Sykes. So this guru that I'm learning from right now, he trades penny stocks, stocks ranging from sub penny up to, you know, $7 or so, super low price stocks. And all of these stocks have fluff news. And once this news comes out, you see how these stocks react. And if a lot of people are trading them, and putting money into that stock and you see a reaction out of that you can kind of piggyback onto that momentum and ride it up and then once you see a momentum shift say it closes for the day at one dollar and then the next day it gaps down i don't know 20 percent to what 80 cents that's a momentum shift so you can bank on it probably going down the rest of the day or at least some of the day um especially right in the morning so you can short that and that's kind of the niche i'm kind of exploring right now is penny stocks and i have a long way to go i know nothing but i'm fascinating i'm fascinated with it so i'm gonna keep rolling with it um i did quit my job for about a year i made some good money my dad died. I was reckless on about two trades and pretty much lost it all. Like lost, I don't know, eight months of work on two trades. Oh. Yeah. So I was pretty down in the dumps for about two days. But it was only two days. But, I mean, that just goes to show that you need to cut your losses quickly and... In the stock market, it doesn't care if you're wrong. You know, the stock market's always right. So you can't be stubborn. Otherwise, you're going to lose it all. (laughs) So that's what I learned. Don't be reckless. And you really got to pay attention to your emotions because it's a microcosm of life and what you go through what's in your life right now is going to affect on it's going to affect how you trade so if you're not in the right headspace you probably shouldn't be trading yeah we mean Um, that's a good good rule of thumb for it is a good rule of thumb but you know you don't know what it's like until you lose a little bit yeah um i don't know if that summed it up or anything yeah yeah the only thing that i can think about is uh the wolf of wall street the wolf of wall street yeah he did he 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 was trading the penny stock in the very beginning like that's how he got started but yeah so well 
he actually worked for a legit firm and then the stock market crashed and then he started working for this company that was selling pink sheet you know legit penny stocks you know one cent to 99 cent stocks and that business I think was a little shady and then he once he was successful doing that he opened up his own business and became a promoter so he would get people to buy you know 10,000 shares or 20,000 shares of his low price stock and he would just promote it super well and that stock would just go bankrupt I'm pretty sure I'm not a promoter, but promoters are, they, they got, karma's not on their side. <laughs> and there still are a lot of promoters nowadays. Yeah? Yeah. How do they? And there still, I think, are a lot of people that these promoters screw over. <laughs> How do they still make business if people know that they are doing shady business? People don't know. How do people not know? People don't know. It's just like, I don't, they promote through email or they cold call or something. I don't know the details. All I know is it still happens and they still get people and screw people over. Hmm. Companies, these penny stock, these pink sheet companies pay promoters a lot of money to promote their stock. And once their stock you know, it slowly, gradually rises in price, and once the volume speeds up, the volume mean, uh, meaning, you know, how many people are trading it that day, or putting money into the stock, mm-hmm. once that speeds up and the stock goes parabolic, that's when they like to dump it. So, there have been Chinese stocks that, you know what an IPO is? Initial public offering? Um, yes, actually I do. So you, they put out an IPO. I don't don't know, sometimes, you know, $10. And sometimes they can raise that all the way up to 100 or 200 in a couple of days. And then they dump it and it goes below the IPO price. So it dumps, you know, 95%. It can dump 95% a day. This stuff still happens. It's crazy. I haven't capitalized on that. It's hard to, but th- there's How this, there's you? this one, cause there's this one guru. I mean, you got, you got to know, you got to know when the IPO comes out. You got to know, um, you know, what firm it goes through. It's it's super hard to kind of catch the mood before it happens, but people do it. I'm gonna. I'm confused. It's like, what good does it do anyone to raise the stock price and then absolutely destroy it? Like, and the the people that started the company who all they all they want to do is you know make money and do blow and other drugs. <laughs> so they raise money for their Lamborghinis and multi-million dollar houses so a stupid ass stock so that doesn't have any product it doesn't affect the company who knows what i mean i'm sure it affects companies different ways um i mean i'm sure those people that are a part of the company probably get a shit ton of money yeah um i mean but they still got to be careful because the sec definitely monitors that still yeah, if they, like, suspect that people are doing that for, like, nefarious reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what if what if they just, like, what if they're, what if and they don't mean to? What if they don't mean to dump it? Yeah. I don't think that's really... Oh, if someone outside of the company has... A whole lot of stock in it and decides to dump it yeah i don't know you you never know what actually goes on behind the scenes all you can do is kind of guess like you know you you never know who's kind of selling all you can know is 
all you can kind of conclude is that it's probably a promoter that's dumping the stock in the inside people that's dumping the stock gotcha. um, a, a whole lot of biotech stocks they have to raise money for their research mm-hmm. and so once they come out with news like oh we cured cancer and they raise the stock you know 200% in pre-market from the previous day that's mm-hmm. when they really like to sell into that all day that's that's one of my patterns that I kind of capitalized on. You seem the to be doji day one. <laughs> the doji day one. You it's seem, my pattern. You seem really invested in this. Um, I haven't been lately, but I you know, it's kind of a part of my life every single day, more or less. Like whether it's a tad bit or a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always trying to get half a percent better every single day or at least learn something every single day i listen to chat with traders Mm -hmm. on um spotify and that definitely teaches you a lot i've listened to a lot of uh, not a lot a couple of audio books i'm reading this book right now called reminiscence of a stock operator i'm not too far into it right now but it's about this guy named jesse livermore back in the day who you know, he makes millions, loses it all, makes it again, loses it, and then kills himself. Um, so I think that book's going to be important to read just so you kind of know what happens and mm-hmm. how where you went wrong. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't kill yourself. <laughs> how not to. <laughs> how not to kill yourself. <laughs> While investing in the stock market. While trading. Not investing. <laughs> I do invest, though, too. Yeah. As, yeah. Like, what you do. What? What, with your, like, 401k? Oh, yeah. well, I have, like, a... I have a, a Roth. Yeah, or, and that's great. I think it's a Roth, or it's a tradition. I don't know. I have one of them. I don't know. You I don't, don't have know. two? No, I only have one. I have a 401k at work, but... But a Roth outside of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know much about this kind of stuff. I mean, my knowledge of personal finances has has been slim to none until the past couple of years. I don't know anything either. All I know is that I don't know anything. You... It That's the like mindset. you know plenty. Uh, no. No. I'm sure... If any trader is listening to this section, they probably think I'm a dipshit. (laughs) 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 But I don't know. I know that I don't know a whole lot of things and I'm going to keep learning and I'm going to see where that takes me because learning's fun, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How are you feeling? Good. Thanks yeah. for listening to me talk. Well, I'm not done yet if if you want to, but you mentioned your dad. Oh, yeah. You just kind of glazed over the fact that he died as you ranted I know. about... I think I suppress things. Um, yeah, dude. It really sucks. It's It's weird talking about this. Um, but I mean, if you don't want to, it's okay, but I think that it's kind of important. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, the fact that I kind of glaze over it probably (laughs) makes people think that I'm a narcissist or something. (laughs) No, No, I don't think so. I think that Uh, you just were like, you were in the moment and you were just talking about like trading and you were like yeah i made bad decisions because this happened and you were just like yeah 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 so i mean out of nowhere he just he kept having these heart arrhythmias they should have put a pacemaker in to fix that Mm -hmm. but you know he had one arrhythmia too many and he was out running one day and fell wrong on his head 
mm-hmm. and had a traumatic brain injury, brain bleed, and they couldn't fix that. So he was in a coma until, you know. How long? For about a week. Mm-hmm. You had just weird. gone back out to Colorado and all that I happened. arrived. I got to Colorado in the evening. I had talked to my dad that evening. And then the next day, I was going into Planet Fitness for a morning workout real quick. And then my mom called me. Freaking out. Saying he went to the hospital again. Because he's he had gone to the fucking hospital beforehand. Mm-hmm. For this same exact fucking problem. And the doctors apparently didn't think he needed a damn pain, pacemaker, even though he had multiple arrhythmia events. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. Mm-hmm. It could have been avoided. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was weird, you know, because I didn't... It's like, damn it. So, when she called me, I I thought everything was going to be alright, because she had to go to the hospital before, um, because of it, and so, so I thought everything was going to be fine, but once I got there, she said, he, he he's not going to make it, and I was all sorts of confused. Well, so you were you were going to work out, and so did you fly home? Yeah, I flew home. Yeah, left the van in Colorado for about like a month. Yeah. How did you get it back? My friend picked it up from the airport, and um, it was just that's the person I'm actually living with. Mm-hmm. So he picked it up, and it mm-hmm. was just in his driveway or on his, on the street. How did you get it back here? I flew out and. Drove back. Went in and got yeah. young. So, so, so whenever you got back here, you, you said he was in a coma for like a week, but your mom, when you got back, your mom said he wasn't going to make it. So, like, they already knew, well, he was in the coma? Yeah, he was already in a coma. Um, but like, they couldn't operate on him. The, the doctors, you know, came and, you know, uh, did their... I don't want to say inspection, you know, lack of better words, inspection. Exam. Exam. <laughs> um, they said they couldn't operate on him, so I think hospice kind of just, you know, comes in, yeah, lets him do his thing, you know. He's they, not on, like, life support or anything. He's just, like, writing it out. Make people comfortable. They make people comfortable, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just rides it out. So. Were you there? Yeah, I was there every single damn day. Yeah. At the end? I didn't see his last breath, but I, you know, I saw him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but I got to at least spend a whole week with him Mm -hmm. while he was in bed. For, you know, even though he wasn't conscious, I'm I'm glad I was there before he did have his last breath, so... um, As weird as it sounds, it was a, after the funeral, we had a, you know, the whole family got together and it was, it was a nice party. I mean, celebrating his life, you know? Mm-hmm. It was a good time. All the family coming in. It's a shame that, you know, I haven't seen a whole lot of those people for a while, so it's yeah. a shame that it was for this event, but... At the same time, it was great to see all of them. It's a shame that, you know, we also all got together a couple months after for my cousin's death, unfortunately. But Your cousin passed as well? Yeah. Really sad, too. He was only 40. Life, man. Yeah. I mean, you never imagine that these kind of things are going to happen to you, and then... Yeah, then they do. You're just like, how are you supposed to deal with it? Yeah. It's like nobody prepares you to to be able to to deal with this kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I thought that, you know, I accepted the fact that he did die pretty quickly, but there are some days where it's so hard to believe. So it kind of just ebbs and flows on how you feel, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes. I was tripping shrooms by myself, you know. I I, I think I told you that mm-hmm. I took some mushrooms out in Jamestown and just observed the storm under the crag. And yeah, I was just thinking, man, that'd be cool if he showed up. <laughs> like if you had a hallucination of your dad? Maybe, yeah. Or, I mean, I think I was just thinking, man, it'd be really nice to see him right now, you know? Yeah. But... I mean, that's not the only time where I think it'd be really nice to see him, <laughs> but, you yeah. know. No, but, yeah, yeah, you feel good in that moment, and you're just like, yeah, this would be a really cool time for him to be here right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, do you know what it's like? I do. Just seeing death. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. And... Yeah. You've been through a couple of those. Yeah, should you think that I should say that? I don't know if you want to, but sorry for changing the, putting it back on you. <laughs> no. I won't let you. This is about you. <laughs> yeah. I pause a lot. It's okay. I don't know if you should put that in there or what. Do what you want. If they're too long, I shorten them. Yeah. 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 Have them flow better. But I pause a lot, too, whenever I do it, just because it's hard to just keep talking. It really is. Mm Mm-hmm. You think people want to listen to about me talking about my dad's death? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. I think that the thing about having podcasts or things like this is just like being able to identify with someone else just having that like yeah that mutual experience and and listen to how other people have dealt with it dude you're so that's i like that because when someone says something and before i thought i was the only person that thought that and now I mean, I'm realizing this person thinks like I get so excited. Yeah. It's just a mind blown. Or if they point out some sort of new point that was kind of related to what I was kind of thinking about. It's just a light bulb moment a like, little bit. Oh, yeah. Huh. I'm not the only one that thought of this. Yeah. I'm not by myself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think that one of the saddest parts about living is thinking that we are alone in our suffering but it's like everybody goes through things like this it may not all be exactly the same but some version of it everybody experiences grief at some point yeah and and sharing that with others and you know like just being open about it i think can really help um, Mm. get through it yeah. It's really tough and it's it's hard to do that, but I think in the long run it's really beneficial for the people that are experiencing grief. I totally agree with that. Thank you, Healy, for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Kendall. That was fun. For sure. Yeah. This is Fleetwood. I'm Kendall. Bye. <laughs>